Thank you for tuning in to David's Life and Observation with your host, David Welch. And here it is, uh, March of 2021, and we are back in the saddle on Anchor. Uh, made the mistake of choosing a different platform. Um, now, I'm not going to say Spreaker Studio is not a good platform for podcasts, but um, they they don't hold on to content. So let's say uh, there is a you know point where you're not up on your plan. It's not renewed annually, and you know sometimes just accounting mistakes happen. Well, if that does happen to you on Spreaker Studio, your entire library is then disappeared for you. Uh, they don't have to. You don't have to bother with it. They take care of cleaning out all of the garbage. They might leave uh, three or four episodes in there just to kind of rekindle that fire of wanting to build up your whole platform again. But they don't have a problem taking everything and throwing it away. Uh, so here I am back on Anchor, uh, where I'm going to stay and where I'm going to call home for the foreseeable future for David's life and observation. Now, getting back to business. Um, so when it comes to working with um, within the last year, so you guys have missed a lot. Um, I kind of disappeared for a while with this platform, came screaming back like I should have a long time ago. But here's what you've missed. So Donald Trump had... Uh, well, former President Donald Trump had two impeachments go south. Um, Joe Biden literally devoted his way into the office after uh, former President Donald Trump tried to uh, exclaim that a recount needed to happen. Quite frankly, a lot of people thought like he did. And those who believed as he did that the country's election had been stolen from them, you know, went to the Capitol to raise hell, and they did. Now, unfortunately, some lives are lost in that exchange. Um, and a lot of people are screaming like, oh, anybody who was at the Capitol at that point who fought, who dared to fight, you know, officers on the hollowed ground of uh, the you know, Capitol building or Congress, rather, is a traitor. Well, no, no, they're not. They're as American as you and me, because just because you don't believe in their ideology does not make them traitors. What makes them what would what would make them traitorous is if they you know let's say they took our government and then immediately handed it over to another foreign uh, dictatorship or leadership that would be treasonous. Now to fight over a recount and to you know waylay a couple of congressmen. In fact, uh, I don't think cos- congressmen realize that they are disposable. People who are in the government's employ are one hundred percent disposable and 100% at risk uh, for following um, orders that will take them too far afield to come back from. Uh, so you see that a lot in America. Right now we're uh, experiencing lockdowns, censorship, and just flat all-in-out BS on an unprecedented level that you've ever seen in your life. It's almost comical. Now, the, the misreports of all the millions and millions and millions and millions upon millions of deaths that they're trying to say is attributed to uh, COVID and pretty much, you know, COVID single-handedly did one thing, though. Single-handedly took out the flu or any other ailment because if you don't, you know, die of something brutal and harsh like a law enforcement officer's gun barrel, then obviously you died of COVID because that's what they're going to put on your paperwork. The hospitals need the funding. Hospitals with nobody in them, they need the funding. Um, so apparently if you haven't died, if you, if you die and it has anything to do with upper respiratory or anything, it's not 
pneumonia. That doesn't exist anymore. It's COVID. It's not the flu. It's not um, anything else that could affect you, a virus of any kind. It has to be COVID. And that's the way they're going to treat it so that they can further instill vaccines that may or may not work. They don't know. They haven't had long enough to give it a go. They will tell you emphatically that it does not cure COVID. They will tell you emphatically that it does not prevent you from getting COVID. And it will not restore normalcy to the United States. But here's what will restore normalcy to the United States. People. People not adhering to the mask mandates from governors who shouldn't have been able to uh, issue them in the first place. And for law enforcement officers to uh, enforce that, to enforce uh, a mask mandate has already disqualified uh, any law enforcement agency from being able to speak on this issue. They have no rights. That's what they, that's what police don't understand. They don't have rights. They have the ability to do things because we afford them that ability. Those aren't rights. Those are privileges. They may have extra privileges that we allot to them, but they don't have a right to do a fucking thing. They're a government organization through and through. So if you ever hear a police officer, well, I have the right to check your ID. No, you have the privilege to ask for identification and you don't have the privilege to go any further than what the, the interaction allows to go any further in violating your rights. Now it has been made clear that, you know, during the protests in Phoenix, for example, um, they had the gall Phoenix PD had the gall to copy and paste hundreds of the same verbiage for all of their protest arrests, even though they couldn't link down to exactly what that individual person did. They were trying to, according to their uh, chief, some dumb moronic woman decided that decided to say, hey, it was for public safety that we violated uh, rights in mass. Like, do you hear that Gestapo shit flying with anyone does that make sense to you that that would be okay at all you know it was okay at one point um back in 1939 and 1940 and 1941 when uh, the nazis and the and the brown shirts were going through and rounding up jews and in mass who were protesting uh the treatment of jews in the ghettos so that's when that was okay uh, you know if you were in germany but we're in the United States of America, right? You, the individual, are not just uh, su subjected to mass rights violations without due cause or, you know, without proper reason, without, uh, you know, having uh, reasonable articulable suspicion that a crime has even occurred, uh, that they have a valid reason to detain you. I mean, just because you're protesting is not a valid reason to detain you because you didn't adhere to a curfew. Now, to challenge the validity of a curfew, they don't have to they they don't have that authority to administer. Now, the governor has to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that there is an actual emergency in the state that would qualify them to instill a curfew so they have to they can't just blatantly do it they have to meet wickets they have to uh, meet several checks in the box right is their city burning down around them no that was not the case in phoenix did a few places get root uh looted yes 
I think two or three places got looted in the entire protest in Arizona. Now, can we say that for other states? No, but I will speak emphatically for Arizona that that was just simply not the case. Yet, Phoenix police officers thought it was okay to perjure hundreds of documents and make false arrests for hundreds of people and decide to try and shove that through the court system in Arizona, and they thought that was okay. No, that is absolutely not okay, Phoenix. So I really hope that you get a class action lawsuit for anyone involved in that uh, in those protests who had any copy and paste report uh, try to go through and being shoved into the uh, into the coffers I should say of the city of Phoenix now most judges I would say some judges are probably pretty keen on uh, you know convicting a large number of the people who are part of the copy and paste problem and and the and it's because it's only because that this is brought to light uh, from reporters and that this has been brought into the media's attention that these judges are like, Oh, okay. From now on though, from now on, we're going to say uh, that these copy and paste uh, reports are no good. You know, that there, that there's no probable cause to, to detain that individual based on, you know, some verbiage that might've been for another individual. Well, no shit, Sherlock. But you guys want to do it anyway. And you know what they're going to do is, is you know, Phoenix PD is smart. They're going to say, you know, technically, you're protesting in Mesa. So we'll show it over to the, the Mesa court. Or technically, you know, either way, they're going to try and generate money for the state and the city. You know, and just, and, and just imagine the damage it's caused those people who were in those protests. Now, some of those people are already probably poor, probably students, probably... You know, people who already work in hand, you know, hand to mouth, who don't have necessarily the uh, the resources to not sit in jail, or maybe don't have the resources to um, to get a bond, or the resources to to really challenge uh, what's being put against them. Because you got you got uh, the defense attorneys that are working against these people as well. Not all of them, but some. Some were smart enough to get individual lawyers. Some were stupid enough to take a public defender who will do everything they can to fuck you. And you got certain people in the, it's funny because you go to the courts in, in downtown Phoenix and it is hilarious that you literally have people that are, that are lawyers there that wear two hats. Never in the history of the world have I ever seen some shit in my life where you go to Phoenix and your prosecutor is also somebody who uh, could be a defense attorney in another situation. Right. Like it's 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 the most asinine process I've ever seen in my life because they don't have a vested interest in you. They have a vested interest in the state on both counts. So when you take that choice to have a public defender, you're really putting a lot of faith in a system that doesn't work for you. So how many of the hundreds of protesters, knowing that uh, they didn't have probable cause for arrest in the first place, which has been stated and repeated? Uh, how many of those people took deals that didn't go in their favor and now they're serving time for shit that they know now didn't even happen or crimes that they can't even articulate occurred. Now you got to ask yourself, why would someone take a deal like that? Well, here's what Phoenix PD is really good at doing, just like the New York PD. And it's been proven that they are pros, pros at interrogating the shit out of you 
Even if you request a lawyer, they are pros at interrogating you and, face, and giving you odds that don't, will not work in your favor or presenting you with a choice. Hey, you either take these charges or, or take this deal or we're going to make it worse for you. And they will. They will absolutely make it worse for you. They don't work for you. Okay. So, so what's going on here in 2021 is we, you know, the two week, uh, you know, of wearing masks and shutting things down extended into a year. Um, people get their information from uh, the media, which, you know, the media is, you know, especially the liberal media has taken a, a hard turn to the super left. They've gone so far left that they're breaching the right, you know, so they're almost, they're almost one tandem unifying fascist regime under Biden and under Kamala Harris. So under Biden, we have some shit like they're banning Peter Pan for racist overtones in a 1950s animated film or a 1940s animated film with uh, the Aristocats. Or you have a situation where they're banning uh, Dr. Seuss of all fucking people. They're banning his books. They're going hard in the paint against uh, actress uh, and former fighter Gina Carino over comments that were fair to make. So you got this hardcore push against people on the right. And it's fascism. It's so funny because everything that they say they're against, they're absolutely doing 100% to people. Like, we're against fascists, but they will turn around and absolutely annihilate freedoms and annihilate things that they don't like because their feelings were hurt and their safe space was affected. Oh, golly. Fuck that. So what your fucking feelings were hurt? So what your safe space wasn't? Like, the audacity of these motherfuckers to, uh, to tell people, hey... Now you know you know what's stupid now is they're they're trying to tell you hey they're gonna they're gonna want to be in so much control that they're gonna tell you what you can and cannot do they're gonna want you to be in your home always which they you know they will threaten you with they will threaten you with arrest they will threaten you with all sorts of rights violations if you dare go into an establishment without a mask with whether you have a an exemption or no especially a public building. I just think it's the most amazing thing in the world that we pay taxes and we, we bloat these people's salaries only to go to the institution in question to be forcibly removed, to be told we can't be there, and to be told that we cannot film our interactions with government liars. Especially, let's say it's a city hall meeting. Well, if you're allowing, if you're allowing the local news to be there and film, then Joe Schmo who runs a small press, who runs a small blog, who is a media reporter, should be able to go do the same thing, okay? They should be able to, you know, go and, and they should be able to go and film and do everything the fucking news can do, but they're being told no because the cops don't recognize them as the media. Well, who made you the fucking media police, you stupid motherfuckers? You don't have that ability to fucking tell people what they can and cannot do. And, and, it's, and it's not enough to sue them. It's not. 
It is simply not enough to sue police anymore. There has to be action. There has to be forcible action. And I've been saying this a lot in, in my writings lately. You have to shoot first. Cops will not give you an opportunity to have a second guess against them. They will shoot first, and they don't have problems shooting minors in the back. Obviously, Chandler Police, I'm speaking about you. So within the last year, uh, the Chandler Police decided it was okay to chase a kid down, 17-year-old young man, chase him down because his bike light wasn't illuminating. And he was riding apparently in the middle of the road with his bike. Now, what that was called back in the 90s was a kid riding his bike at night and almost getting hit by fucking traffic. That's what happens. Or if he did get nailed by traffic, it would be the dumb kid's fault at that point. Right? Hey, dumbass, get out of the road. We had to, we had to learn by getting run over in the 90s as part of the process of growing up, you know, minus a few major bones. Right? So... With that in mind, we got our asses kicked by life, and we, we got to let life do that. We didn't have Joe Cop, though, who decides to exacerbate a situation, make it worse, and then chase the fleeing young man uh, over into a ball field. Now, here's what the kid here's where the kid decided to mess up. One, we don't know this kid's age at the point of pursuit. He could have been legally carrying a gun because in Arizona, it is lawful to carry a firearm. It is lawful to conceal carry a firearm in the state of Arizona. Absolutely. Right. So this kid's in a ball field, middle of a ball field, and he's running away from a Chandler police officer. And the Chandler police officer, from the time he gives a command to the time he fires two shots, is definitely not enough time to react uh, to any sort of command or any logical words. Right. So the kid grabs the gun that fell on the ground. And turns around. This kid is fully turned in the other direction and has two bullets lodged into his back and he dies. Now, and not only that, they wait for a long time. They they go through the audacity of putting the handcuffs on the kids, knowing that on the young kid that knowing he's not armed any further. You know, so they, they cuff him up. He's not moving, he can't move his arms. He's telling the police repeatedly, Hey, I can't breathe. I can't move my arms to put it to where you need to uh, put cuffs on me. And when they do that, what cops do not realize is they may be opening up the wound further and letting the kid bleed out in the sand. And then their, then their whole efforts of trying to save the kid comes to no fruition because he's already bleeding out for several minutes before the cop decides to take action. The cop wastes no time in shooting someone, but takes all the time in the world to signal to his buddies where he's at, so that way uh, it's not just him trying to save this kid's life, it's multiple people. Which, you know, you got to get going right away. And then once you get to the point where, hey, you've lodged two bullets into this kid, the likelihood of, of him fighting back and, you know, raising a fuss at that point, probably null and void. But where was the, and let me ask you, officer, whatever the fuck your name is, and I hope you die. Um, let me ask you, where was the danger? Who was in danger that very moment? Were you? Nope. Back was turned. So that so that negates your fear for your life. Who else was in danger at that point? I'll wait. No one. No one was in danger. 
if you are in danger of a kid turning around, possibly firing off a few shots at you, you have to wait till he turns and faces you before you freaking give him the what for. If you don't see a gun, you want this kid's attention. You want him to stop. You want him to put his hands up. Right? You want to detain him without any loss of life. But your mentality states otherwise. Your actions state otherwise. Before you even realized it was a gun, you had already had your gun withdrawn. You said, gun, gun, gun. You feared for your life because you saw a gun. That narrative does not fit. We've, we've seen a case already with the Phoenix PD where the guy answers his doorway with a gun. You're lawfully allowed to do that. Yeah, he was shot in the back first while trying to comply with dropping the firearm and then again shot again in the back while answering the door to law enforcement. So that's what I'm saying, folks. You can no longer give law enforcement the benefit of the doubt. You have to shoot first. You are not even... Uh, remotely safe in any interaction with law enforcement. They are not your friend. They have no interest in safeguarding you from handcuffs. They have no problems throwing you in a tiny cage, and they have no problems coercing you to admit to whatever crime they want you to admit to because what they'll do is they'll hold you there for as long as possible until they get the conviction that they want. That's how police work. They don't work for you. They are not for public safety. They have nothing to do with public safety. There's nothing to do with, uh, you know, any sort of semblance of logical anything with these people. It has everything to do with let's create a ruckus. Let's put as many people in cages as possible because that's how we get more money. Civil asset forfeiture. So we get more money that way. We get more money by uh, forcing you into uh, signing over your equipment. So that way we can uh, give you a lesser charge. And, and, and you'll see this in uh, the state police all the time where they'll say, okay, well, you know, your, your car's been impounded here for, for three years. You know, we'll drop the charges if you want to go ahead and just, you know, sign over that car, you know, as a civil asset forfeiture because it was in a commission of a crime. Or either way, they'll just make you prove it, right? So... When it comes to policing in America, um, you know, I, I, I don't feel bad when you guys get shot. I don't feel bad when you have to engage uh, civilians at the Capitol. For the Capitol Police, the, the guy who shot a young woman through, uh, or a lady through the window. There was no danger, absolutely no danger. This lady, regardless if she was armed or not, which I don't believe she was, I think she was entirely unarmed, you shot her through a window. That makes you a coward. There was no opportunity for you to detain. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. You didn't You didn't bother saying anything to this woman. You just unloaded two shots into a person who didn't have an opportunity to go back through the other way because they didn't see that they were being in clear and present danger. You just decided to raise up and shoot. You gave no warning. You gave no opportunity for them to retreat. And up until then, they had no reason to retreat because nobody nobody had used deadly force against them, and there wasn't room for it. It was a situation where, in order to protect yourself, I can see it, but there was nobody in danger in that in that scenario. So that whoever that Capitol Police officer was, you're not a hero. There's nothing special about you. You are a coward. 
you absolutely should be thrown in a cage. So let's talk about other people that should be thrown in cages just to just to keep that ball rolling or not even thrown in cages, but absolutely freaking hung. You have it all the time where uh, you have uh, Ted Cruz in the middle of a crisis in Texas decides to go to Cancun, take a flight with his family during an international pandemic to get away from the his constituents who are going through the worst uh, cold snap in their history. And not only that, you decide to think it's okay for the, the electric companies to turn around and charge people an insane amount of money for basic heat and basic usage, which, you know, for the first time in a long time, they've actually had to, to generate that much power to, to run the homes. They realize that their grid is not sustainable for adverse weather. So they realize they have fixes that are going to be made. There's a lot of good that did come from it. But there's also a lot of bad because people who lost their lives didn't have to lose their lives because the electric company wanted to be shitty. Now, people are woefully dumb either way. So, you know, for for people who thought it was okay not to, you know, sleep in a circle or sleep together to improve your opportunity to survive a cold snap. But no, you want to leave children and the elderly alone by themselves in a home that is freezing temperatures. So you had an 11-year-old die and you had some elderly die and you had some other kids die for for literally the reason of freezing, which does not make sense when all you have to do is if you have several bodies in the house is sleep close to each other and get a centralized location of heat, you know, and I, and I get that people aren't too smart out in Texas. I mean, Texas is probably the worst state when it comes to uh, addressing issues of people. In fact, you have a, a mayor that <laughs> who got fired because uh, he decided to call it how it, uh, how it was. He said, Hey, we, the government, are not responsible for you. We are not responsible for your care. Uh, in fact, Texans need to be responsible for your own uh, your own circumstances at your own place. Now, was he wrong in the sense that um, you know that is you know the government here for uh, the people? Yeah, he was wrong in that sense because why are we paying you then? Why would we pay any government? entity any fucking money with our tax money if they're not here for us and not going to do what they need to do to put things in place to defend against things like this adverse weather uh you know crisis situations whatever you know etc now for him going on that kind of tangent and saying that oh you know pretty much uh deal with it buttercup was not the right answer for that community because he resigned the next day and he'll probably get shit the rest of his life for that. But at the same time, he's not wrong. People need to do for one another. Now that doesn't mean the public utilities can go fuck people though. That's not cool. The public utilities are supplemented, not just by people paying their electric, but by taxes and other government funded resources and grants and things like that in order to constantly, uh, re-infrastructure our, our grid, but our grid has not been uh, properly maintenanced. It's been 
years and years and years overdue over an overhaul. And we're putting more on our system than ever. So we need to find sustainable long-term solutions that last hundreds, not 800 or not 50 or 75 years. We need something that's longer lasting. And we also need to have things in place in case, you know, the weather decides to be adverse, you know, and have mechanisms for uh, quicker response times and, you know, routes that work differently uh, for uh, logistics and, you know, things like that versus normal pedestrian and normal car travel. That only makes sense the denser the population gets and the, the more spread out we are from one another also makes sense. Uh, when it comes to uh, Texas, yeah, that sucked. But you guys got a taste of what pretty much everybody else gets in the north. And it, it's crappy that you guys got as little help as you did. But you got to look to your leadership and, and understand why it is that you didn't get the help that you needed. And that'll give you a good idea of to to remove those assholes from office. But we also live in a duality where we can't have the blue in office either because, you know, uh, Nancy, Nancy, formerly known as Tim, is going to get mad because you don't recognize their gender or their, you know, don't recognize their um, transformation. Uh, you don't recognize their bullshit idea of uh, teaching your kids sex ed and introducing uh, multiple genders and other types of bullshit upon your fucking tribe. And it's tribalism. That's what we're faced with. We're faced with adverse tribalism that is two conflicting freaking uh, groups of people who want the same thing. It's their way or the highway. They want the, the liberals want their liberal utopia where you cannot. Thank you to you, my audience, tuning in to David's Life and Observation, uh, version two of Trump Beats Impeachment uh, two times around. And uh, make sure you shoot first, which is what I'm calling this segment. Um, and making sure you shoot first applies to all law enforcement. I don't care if it's a park ranger. Uh, you make sure you shoot first. Uh, so going into other news, we did delve into Ted Cruz and the uh, awful treatment Texas or Texans are facing uh, at his uh, disposal and at, actually at his lack of being anywhere near Texas during this uh, craziness because his family went to Cancun, which really shows you his true colors. He doesn't care about you. He only cares about the millions upon millions upon millions that Congress people make in office each year on a salary of just six figures. Now, you tell me how that happens, because what they're doing is, is they're taking money from pretty much anybody that can give them something. Anybody that'll make sure that that the gum color for the next year is yellow. Those people have a vested interest. So what they'll do is they'll, you know, pay all of the damn politicians enough money to say, you know what, the gum color for the next year, for some reason, is going to be yellow. We can't have any other gum color. So what ends up happening is, is they pass it into law saying the gum color for the foreseeable future is going to be yellow. And that's what they do. Let's take, for instance, uh, the stimulus relief bill that we got shoved down our throats in the middle of the dark of the night 
uh, with, uh, you know, these liberal assholes that are in office right now. And mind you, you got to take a real hard look at who's in office right now leading our country. Biden, who has uh, a 47-year, what, non-successful rate of being anybody with prominence or being anybody with uh, anything logical to say to the American people and a creeper at that. And then you got Kamala Harris, who is the absolute worst person in the world for minorities and to advocate against the Gestapo ship of the government because she was a part of that apparatus that absolutely uh, put non-criminal offenders in prison. Absolutely. She, she made it so that people who were in fact innocent served time and were suffering under her fucking, under her gaze. She doesn't care or did not care about the American people. She only wants to fuel the prison to pi- the, the school to prison pipeline. She only wants to enrage people further with her nonsensical bullshit. I mean, let's face it right now. We have two of the worst hardened criminals in Congress that could possibly have come from Congress as the leadership in our country right now. What can we do about it? Not much. We can try to impeach him, but for what? They haven't done anything yet that we can impeach him for. But if you guys wanted the piss poor politicians in there, go ahead. You voted for them. They're the current uh, president and vice president. But here's what's going to happen. Biden in the next year or so is going to have some real mental deficiencies that he's not going to be able to hide for long. And it's already showing through. So he's going to have a medical problem, which will make Kamala Harris the first black president because she's going to uh, take over the reins, so to speak, from Joe Biden. Because he'll be medically inept to be able to serve as president of the United States. So she'll take over, becoming not just the first woman, but the first black president, uh, female president in our history. Even then, great accomplishment. Secondly, um, the worst person you could possibly put in in the the reins of our country is Kamala Harris. Because guess what will happen then? She'll sign executive orders to literally steal your guns. They're trying to do this now. They're trying to make it so that there is a national registry. Not only just a national registry, they want you to uh, not just quantify your, your guns. They want you to be able to have nothing that even comes close to military grade because they want to be able to have all the power. In fact, they want to be able to kick in as many doors as possible and take your property from you at will. Now, we have explicitly written into the, the Constitution of the United States, which they constantly think is irrelevant for some reason, but I think our founding fathers knew exactly what, the, what was going to happen. They absolutely could have predicted this kind of nonsense where, you know, our government becomes so tyrannical, so full of its own shit that it believes it has the absolute authority to fuck with people on a large scale. And so far, it's been successful. It's been so successful that people are are not out there enjoying life and enjoying commerce. In fact, only the select few are. So what must have happened was Amazon... Uh, Walmart, a few other major box stores got together and said, you know what? We need an increase of $30, $40 billion this year. Uh, And the only way we're going to do that is that we can chokehold people and prevent them from shopping anywhere else. So how can we do that? Well, let's go ahead and capitalize on this this China virus real quick um, and make sure that nobody can shop anywhere but Amazon, but Walmart, 
but Target and some of the fast food restaurants, but all the small, all the small mom and pop shops, you're screwed. You guys are done for. You guys, you know, better not dream of starting a business in the foreseeable future in the next year. So don't do that. Don't don't dare have an opportunity to go feed your kids because don't do that. They don't want you to be successful. They don't want you to get out of your house. They want you to be beholden to them because that's the only way their power works. That's the only way they're able to affect you the way they're doing it. And they have the audacity to think that a mere, what, $2,000 total after the previous stimulus? A mere, what, what's that all together? What are we looking at here? Um, what, 3400 bucks or some shit for an entire year of an entire year of being in our houses and, and 90% of people being unable to work to some sort of capacity to feed their, their children and take care of their needs. Are you kidding me? And then you're going to write some bullshit into the bill that uh, gives uh, absolute fucking power to studies that don't make sense. And we're going to give money to countries that don't give a shit about us. So why does that make sense? Why do we have this in place where, you know, it's it's always the, the leading regime or whoever has got the office is going to ram as much bullshit as possible in their favor and in their friend, you know, their rich friends' favor to have absolute control over and monopolize the country. Because if you don't think there's a monopoly going on right now with all the big box stores and, you know, telling people they can't shop anywhere else, that's a fucking monopoly. We're not allowed to do that. It's not allowed. When you tell people they're mandatorily having to be in at a certain time with no actual national emergency, the numbers do not cooperate with what you're trying to feed us. Doesn't make sense. Now, when you tell people, hey, like, you know, we're going to, or a business, hey, we're going to shut you down unless you mandate mass. And you as a patron want to shop there or may want to help your local businesses, but they're being threatened on, by the muscle from the outside saying, hey, we're going to shut your racket down if you don't force people to wear the face diapers. And that's what they are. They're face diapers. That have, and if you listen to actual doctors in the field, they don't do shit for you. It's a placebo. It's the idea that it's going to be helpful for you. It's the the theory behind it is that, you know what, if enough motherfuckers do it, it may make them some sort of semblance of okay to deal with. But here are the circumstances. Here's the real deal. We live in a state where we have to wear face diapers. We live in a situation where only the big box stores are winning. We live in a situation where small businesses are just fucking out and they're done. We live in a situation where they're trying to remove firearms for you because they're going to come and take them. They're going to come in and take your firearms. They're going to come in and force feed you uh, a whole bunch of things that you can and cannot do. They're going to be, they're going to try and tell you what you can and cannot read, what you can and cannot experience. And what you cannot and cannot do with your body, what you can and cannot do with your bodies, i.e., abortion or uh, tattoos. Even it'll get so obnoxious that uh, you won't even be able to get uh, any sort of body modification that you choose because they decide to. Uh, the government will decide what you can and cannot have, right? So, could you imagine that liberal hell when it switches, <coughs> when it switches power the next year and goes Republican or 
conservative and they decide to tell you, well, you know, that whole gender thing. Well, we're back to two genders now. And uh, yeah, all the body modifications that uh, you made before to your body. Now you no longer qualify for, um, you know, X, Y, and Z, or you no, no longer qualify for maybe social security or whatever, because you decided to change who you were physically. You know, so if you don't think that that is a plausibility and that could not happen to you, just wait until it does. And then you're going to be mad as fuck that you ever decided to, you know, believe in a government, to believe in the theory that they won't do the dumbest shit to you over the smallest and pettiest thing. It could be it could be as far as, you know, the situation down in Florida where you have a medical professional who's being pursued. And, pers- and that's just even the lightest term you could possibly use for it. You got a medical professional who's being uh, sought after by a governor and the medical f- you know field over there because they dared to speak the truth. They dared to speak out against uh, the the so-called medical professionals in the area that are doing the government's bidding. So when you provide literature and you provide information to people, especially the correct information, and you're not skewing the numbers, that makes you a criminal, apparently, in the eyes of Florida. Florida, you know, and Florida is just one of those states that's just like Texas. It has the most ridiculous governmental bullshit motherfuckers on the planet. You've got, you've got towns there that are absolutely fucking amazingly stupid. You've got the Miami-Dade police, they themselves along with Los Angeles and, and New York's police are absolutely the most atrocious human beings and in mafia apparatuses in the United States to date, horrible human beings, horrible leadership. And you got New York where you got fucking unions up the wazoo for the police We're the fraternal order of police. And we're going to back the blue, no matter how corrupt they are. It's exactly how those fucking clowns sound. And they look more and more like clowns every day because they will fuck people over for years without even having committed a crime. They threw a kid in Rikers Island for three years and they wanted him to admit to so many crimes that he just would not do it. He stuck to his guns, but they tortured the kid and put him in lockup for three fucking years. And then finally just said, you know, they let him go one day. They're like, you know, hey, so my bad. We're going to let you go. After three years, already been locking up and your life being taken away from you. Yeah. Was he compensated? But no, not really. He lost three years of his life. Wasn't able to graduate and go off and do things they would normally have been able to do. And then he later took his life because those fucking criminals took it from him. They eventually won. They eventually took his shit from him. Not because he resisted. It's because he committed suicide. That's what they do to people. They put people in so big a hole that they wish they'd killed themselves. But it's okay. When the when the tables are finally turned and the cops are in the in the middle of the street with their families huddled together and they're screaming, Why are why are we in this firing squad or why are we all being burned at the stake? Or, you know, whatever the situation may be at that time. And they're looking up at the people pleading, Why me? Why? I'm just a cop. I'm a good cop. You know, I'm a good, I'm a good pirate. I'm a good torturer of the community. I'm a good overseer. What was it? What was it? Was my, was my, you know, I never drew my lash in 30 years. I never had to whip a person. I never beat or choked nobody. That doesn't make you non-overseer, dumbass. 
that doesn't make you any more special than the person who beat and tortured other people. You're wearing the badge. You're wearing the uniform of an oppressor. And that's what you are. The uniform of oppression. The police badge. The police gun. The police hat. The police baton. They're not here to help the community. They're here to torture a community. Your community. Everyone's community. I'll just leave it at that for now. I'll let David's life and observation marinate for a little bit. And I really hope that people put uh, these actions into motion where don't be caught slipping. Shoot first. Do not let American police or police in your city, town, whatever have you, put you in a situation where it's you versus them because they will choose them every time. Don't put them in a situation where it's your family member versus them because they will still choose them every time. Always choose an error on the side of your family member. If your family member is having a mental episode, please, for the love of Christ, do not call the police. The police will show up and kill them. They will murder your dog. They will murder your best friend. And they will they will leave th- and, and make you thank them for their service. Those are the type of assholes you're dealing with is the people that will show up at your door, kick it down, have a false raid, and then make you thank them for their service because they're trying to serve the community. And you could see that they're doing everything that they can to, to keep drugs and everything else, even though that nobody's been there for years and drugs have never been on your premises. Anyways, have a good night.